This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles. Welcome back to Orson Welles on the Air, back this week with another performance from Mr. Orson Welles. We'll hear from This Is My Best, a series that aired from 1944 to 1946, produced 75 episodes for CBS. The one we'll hear today is titled The Diamond As Big As The Ritz, this one aired April 3rd, 1945. On Cresta Blanca's This Is My Best. This is my best. America's greatest stars in the world's best stories. Presented each week by Shenley's Cresta Blanca wine. Wine of friendly nature. Pride of the vintner's art. Symbol of hospitality. Compliment to honored guests. A wine to serve proudly, saying, This is my best. This is Cresta Blanca. C-R-E-S-T-A. B-L-A-N-C-A. Cresta Blanca. Cresta Blanca. Well, this is Orson Welles again, your producer. Women and radio producers reserve the right if you don't mind, to change their minds. We said we'd have an unusual broadcast this week, and I don't think we'll break that promise, even though we have switched the story. Our leading lady is one of the easiest things you could find to look at in Hollywood. Sheila Ryan is the name. Phone number, the unavailable, says here. Our leading man is someone new, someone very good, too. He's been playing all kinds of parts lately on This Is My Best and doing so well by them that Putting the words David Ellis in lights this week is a pleasure. Our story by F. Scott Fitzgerald is, as I warned you, one of the strangest ever told. Let's get on with it. What you just heard was some music by Bernard Katz. If it sounded crazy, well, you hear the rest of the show. Uh, I think that'd be enough of that. Let's, uh, let's start with the first scene. It takes place in Kizzy's Wonder Hamburger Hut. Let's have some music by the jukebox. One hamburger, well done. No onions. Burn one without. Coming right up. Hiya, Fred. Hiya, Kizzy. Yeah, hey, hello, Mike. <laughs> we ain't seen you around here in ages. How are you? Still driving the truck? Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they had me on the upstate hall for a couple of one weeks. One nut burger with melted cheese, mayonnaise, tomatoes, and peanut butter. And onions. With. Gotcha. I, uh, <laughs> you remember the little girl I told you about, the, uh, the one in Albany? Yeah, what about her? <laughs> Well, I uh, made up my mind to propose to her. Oh, that's right. This yeah, trip. All right. Yeah. yeah, I got the ring right here in my pocket. Yeah. Hey. What do you think of that? How's that for a diamond? That's not bad. Not good, mind you, but uh, not bad. What do you mean, not bad? This rock sent me back 500 fish. I think it's a lovely ring. Don't pay any attention to what Fred says. It's the nicest diamond I ever saw. The nicest diamond she ever saw. I'm surprised at you, Kizzy. Oh, now, Fred, don't start telling Mike about us. Why not? Well, you know that everybody, that nobody ever believes a word of it. Uh, nobody ever believes a word of what? Well, I tell you, it's quite a story. 
Uh, get a little time? Yeah, you got a half an hour to kill. Let's hear it. Well, I don't know whether I ever told you or not that John and me used to be barnstorming pilots, see? That's our pilot license day in that frame over the mirror. <laughs> where do you keep your Dick Tracy badge and your Superman costume? Oh, uh, yeah? Well, wait till you hear this. One time, John and me was flying a plane for the state survey out in Montana. Yeah, it was some night there. It sure was. We're flying blind, see? Through a thunderstorm. Survey fly the lookout. We're not picking up any beam. Compass is acting up. We're losing altitude. Hello, lookout. Are you picking up our signal? Hello? It's no use, Fred. Hello? Fred, the radio's gone dead. Anyway, it looks like we're pulling out of that thunderstorm. Yeah, but look at that fuel gauge. And nothing below us but 10,000-foot peaks. You're some navigator. Look at that strip down there. Runways and everything. Big enough to set down a fleet of B-29s. But there's no such place, I tell you. Here on the map... Put I... that map away. I'm going to take her down. But, John, I tell you, there's something screwy about this place. It's not on the map, I tell you. You tell me. Hold on, Fred. You're going to hit pretty hard. You okay, Fred? Yeah, I'm all right. Good, let's get out of here and find a telephone. Uh, let's see, um, that road ought to be over this way, hadn't it? Yeah, just over that rise. Oh, come on. Hey, wait a minute. Listen. What? That music. Don't you hear it? A radio playing somewhere. Must be a ranch house nearby. No, we'd have seen it from the air. Okay, they got the sagebrush wired for sound. Anyway, there's the road. Hey, there's a car coming down it. Come on, let's flag it down. Okay. Hey, 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 mister. Hey, wait, wait. Hey, stop. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hello there. Whew. Mister, are we glad to see you. What are you doing here? We're flyers. We're forced down over there. Hey, whereabouts are we? That'll take some explaining. Open the door, Armin. Get in. Thanks. Hey, uh, where are you headed for? That'll take still more explaining. Drive on, Armin. Yes, master. Gosh, what a beautiful car, huh? <laughs> this thing? Well, this is just an old junk heap we use for a station wagon. With all that chromium? You live near here? Oh, this is all my dad's property. Private road, huh? Mm-hmm. And so is that landing strip. Oh. Well, uh, uh, maybe your father can let us have some gas to take off with, huh? I don't know. Tell me, uh, are you fellows rich? Well, we, we don't have much cash on us, but I can put up this ring, this security. It's a real diamond. Pretty big one, too. That little chip? Well, it's not the Hope diamond, but I can generally hock it for around 500 bucks. How big is the Hope diamond? About the size of a walnut, I guess. Hmm. I thought it was supposed to be famous. Well, it is. Diamonds don't come much bigger than that. Huh? That's funny. My father has a diamond as big as the Ritz Hotel. Percy! Hello, Mama. Charming, you've brought some school friends home with you, no? Well, uh, not exactly. Uh, this is John... Uh, Unger. Uh, John Unger. Unger mama. Welcome to Ormuth, Mr. Unger. How do you do, ma'am? And this is... Uh... Fred Williams, co-pilot. An aviator? Why, sure. Oh, Percy, no. Not more aviators. I, I'm afraid so. 
Well, Mama, I, I thought maybe we wouldn't have to tell Daddy. Uh, not right away. Oh, good. We will keep it one big secret. You and me, Percy. You and I. You and I. <laughs> Forgive me, gentlemen. Come in. Come in and meet my daughter, please. Kismin? Kismin? Yes, Percy. What is it, Mother? Oh, your brother has brought these charming young men to visit us. Uh, school chums. Yes, school chums. Oh, well, I'm so glad. I, I was afraid they'd be aviators. And we'd hardly had a chance to Kismin. get acquainted before. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mother. I didn't mean to say anything about it. I... Well, she said she's sorry. All right. This is John Unger, Kismin. And this is Mr... Uh, Williams, babe. Fred Williams. Kisman. Yes. It is a peculiar name, isn't it? Kisman. It's like this house. Like something out of the Arabian Nights. <laughs> Percy! <laughs> yes, Mama. Shut up. I'm, I'm glad you like the house, and, and I hope that you'll be very happy here, John, because, you know, you'll have to stay here for a long, long time. Good morning, sir. Are you ready for your bath, sir? Uh, oh, yeah. What time is it? 11.30, sir. Oh, don't get up. I'll put you into the bathtub, sir. All right, here we go. Hey, 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 what's the big idea? Oh, it's all automatic, sir. Just relax. Of all the crazy gadgets. Dumps you right out of bed into the bathtub. Is the water warm enough, sir? Oh, yeah. Just right, thank you. Well, shall I turn on the motion picture machine, sir? There's a Technicolor musical starring Miss Rita Hayworth. But I can put in a serious drama in a moment if you'd prefer it. Oh, no thanks. Maybe, uh, maybe a little music would be okay. Yes, sir. Life. Miss Kisman sends word she would like to breakfast with you on the Emerald Terrace, if that's all right with you, sir. It can't be true. John! I must be dreaming. John, I gotta talk to you. Go away, Fred. There's something screwy about this joint, John. We gotta do something. Imagine, the bed tilts up, the wall disappears, and you roll right into a tub. Will you listen to me, John? Will you listen? I'd rather listen to that beautiful music. Music at a time hey, like Fred, this. Fred, Fred, hey, huh? watch it. You push a button. Don't touch it. Presto. Presto what? Bubble bath. Bubble bath. Strawberry flavor, just like in the movies. (laughs) Will you stop acting like a drooling infant and be serious for a minute? They got gods all around here, John. Big gorillas with guns. Tommy guns. We're prisoners. Prisoners? Yeah. This is a regular jail. Jail? Yeah. All I can say is, I hope I rate a life sentence. Good morning, John. Hello, Kisman. My, that's a nice dress. Well, there isn't much of it. No, there isn't. (laughs) You know, we're... I was afraid last night was a dream, but you're still here. You and this wonderful house. Oh, I'm so glad you're happy here. Thanks. Say, uh, 
That brother of yours has a pretty wild imagination, hasn't he? Percy? What did he tell you? Well, for one thing, he said your father owned a diamond as big as the Ritz Hotel. Oh, that. Well, it's the mountain, you know. What mountain? You mean there's a, a diamond mine back at the house? No, not a mine. The mountain itself. It's solid diamond. Solid diamond? Yes. Daddy said it's the biggest diamond in the whole world. Well, you don't seem very impressed with it. Well, it, it makes things kind of embarrassing. I wouldn't be ashamed about it. Oh, we aren't. My sister Jasmine doesn't mind it at all. She even invited school friends here, but I don't think they knew about the diamond. But then we couldn't be sure. It worried Daddy terribly. Well, I bet it did. Well, if everybody knew about it, all the diamonds in the world had become worthless, including yours. I know. That's why we... I mean, that's why Daddy can't afford to take any chances. What do you mean? Well, of course, Daddy just had to have them removed. The diamonds? No, the girls. Removed? Yes. Oh, what have I said? Now I've told you, and, and I shouldn't have. Uh, look, let's get this straight, shall we? You mean your father had those girls murdered, or what? Yes, in August usually, or, or early September. Hi. Well, I must be going crazy. Oh, it doesn't make any difference, because it was done very nicely. Really, it was. They were drugged while they were asleep. Yeah. Oh. Drugged while they were asleep. Do you know what you're saying? Of course I do, and their, their families were always told that they died of scarlet fever. And you kept on inviting them? Oh, no, I didn't. My sister Jasmine did. Well, I never invited her one. But they always had a very good time. You know, she'd give them the nicest presents towards the last. Your sister sounds like a close runner-up to Dracula. Oh, I don't know her. Oh, you know, I should probably have visitors, too, though. I'll harden up to it. After all, we, we can't afford to let such an inevitable thing as death stand in the way of having friends. Now, can we? That's the way Daddy and Mother always looked at it. You know what you are? Monsters. A monster? How can you say such a thing? Why, why, my daddy and mama have sacrificed some of their best friends, just as we have. And you even let me kiss you! You monster! You didn't think that last night when you kissed me, did you? If you haven't any more pride or decency than to, to kiss a man you, you know isn't much better than a corpse! Oh, you're not. I won't have you saying that I, that I kissed a corpse. I said nothing of the sort. You most certainly did. You said I kissed a corpse. Yeah, yeah, what's all this? Who's saying it? Who kissed a what? Oh, Father, when did you get back? Uh, Kisman, go find your sister. Go read. Go play golf. I want to have a talk with this young man. Now, Daddy, remember, you promised that we could have him for the summer months. For the last time, Kisman, go out of here. Go on now, do as I say. Yes, Dad. But I warn you. I warn you, if you kill John, I'll, I'll kill myself. Impetuous girl. Uh, sit down, young man. Have a cigar. Is it poisoned? Oh, nothing so crude. No, no. I'll have to kill you, of course, but uh, since my daughter seems to have grown so fond of you, uh, Mr. Unger, I, uh, I tell you what, Mr. Unger, I'll allow you to choose the method. Unger! Oh, okay. <laughs> Now, 
With Sheila Ryan and David Ellis in featured roles, Cresta Blanca is bringing you Orson Welles' production of The Diamond as Big as the Ritz on This Is My Best. Fame is at best an unperforming cheat, but tis substantial happiness to eat. Thus does a well-known poet express himself on life and its practical side. You know the feeling of contentment you yourself experience after a good dinner. And when you've enjoyed a fine wine with a meal, you have added reason for satisfaction. For fine wines and fine foods are ideal dinner companions. And when the wine served with a meal is Cresta Blanca California Sauterne, you have dined well indeed. This excellent Sauterne is a distinctive dry wine of matchless character and delicious flavor. Alive with golden highlights, it has a delicate aroma all its own. Served with dinner, Cresta Blanca Sauterne is a compliment to your guests and adds extra zest to fine foods. It is especially delightful when served well chilled. You and your guests are sure to enjoy Cresta Blanca Sauterne. Okay, here we come now with part two of The Diamond as Big as the Ritz. Let's get back to the Wonder Hamburger Hut. little jukebox music, if you please. That does it. Well, so there we was, like I was telling you. Trapped. Like rats in a trap. You get me? All right, go on with the story. So this character, Braddock Washington, was going to bump you and Johnny off so you wouldn't shoot your mouth off about his having this diamond as big as the Ritz. Natch, Natch. Because, look, if anybody knew there was that much diamond in the world all in one piece, it would spoil his racket. So I goes to see Johnny to have a heart-to-heart talk with him. Listen, John, I don't know about you, but me, I'm scramming out of this joint without any more further delay. Fred, I'd like to go with you. Well, you and me have always been buddies, but this time I guess we've got to go our separate ways. It's that dame, ain't it, huh? You're nuts about her. Yeah. When I leave here, Fred, if I leave here, I'm taking her with me. After him! He went that way! Take your men out by the west gate! We'll go this way and head them off! Phone the sentry station at the number two barrier. Tell them to hold their fire. If he refuses to halt, shoot and shoot to kill. What's happened, sir? Oh, that Williams fellow, that co-pilot of yours, he's done something pretty foolish, I'm afraid. Yeah, like trying to break out of this deluxe death cell of yours? Oh, now, look here, young fellow. Would you like to see where I keep my other aviators? Your... your other aviators? Yeah. Hey, Percy. Yes, Daddy. Come on over here. What is it, Daddy? Well, uh... I thought we might show them where we keep the aviators. Uh, like, come along? Oh, how splendid. Many new men in the cage, Daddy. Yeah, one less than there ought to be, thanks to you. Oh, I, I'm sorry, Daddy. I had no idea Williams would be such a rotter as to try to escape. Well, of course, there's a chance that he may have fallen somewheres in the woods or stumbled off in a cliff. A high cliff. Yeah, a high cliff. <laughs> then there's always a comforting thought that if he did get away, his story wouldn't be believed. <laughs> Here we are, Unger. What is it? Switch on the lights, Percy. Yes, Daddy. Here we are. Good Lord in heaven. Shaped like a bowl, as you can see, and cut into solid diamond of the mountain. The polished walls is too slippery to climb and too hard to tunnel through, effectively. 
Poor devil. Yeah, they aren't too bad off. I come down and talk with them nearly every day. Hi today, fellas. Hey! Have you thought up a way out of your difficulty? Let us out of this hole and we'll find us a way. Well, man, I've told you the situation. Anytime you can think up a way out which protects me and my interests, I'll be glad to consider it. I don't suppose a man's word about it would mean anything to a guy like you? Oh, now, come on. That's a kind of foolish question. Is that the best you can do? Is this the best you can do? Well, I've offered to have your wives and sweethearts and children and mothers brought out here. I'll enlarge your quarters down there and feed and clothe you pretty adequately the rest of your lives. What more can I do? That's a good one. He offers to put our families in jail to favor us. Uh, turn off the light, Percy. They're beginning to bore me. Yes, Daddy. Well, Unger, you beginning to count your blessings? You're darn right I am. From now on, I've got only one ambition in life. To escape from this place and come back to rescue these men. Yeah, that should happen. I've only to press a little button here and this place will be blown to smithereens. <laughs> At all events, you're not going to be the one to bring that about. What makes you so sure of that? Because, young fella, you was a fool. Because you was in love with my little old daughter. It's you, Mrs. Washington. It's a nice dress you have on. Well, it's on backwards. I was in a hurry. Oh. Don't make a sound. Listen closely to what I have to say. My husband intends to have you murdered tonight. Tonight? Yes, tonight in your sleep. But I'm awake. Well, you can go back to sleep again, can't you? Yeah, that's true. I know I have no right to interfere with your plans, but Kismin loves you. For her sake, I'm going to help you get away. She knows the risk? She's willing to go with me? Yes. She's waiting now at the West Gate. I've bribed all the house guards with my own money. Three million dollars. I'm ruined. No matter. We still have the diamond. So, go now. Darling, I knew you'd come to me. Oh, darling, dearest, we're going to be free. Kismin, my sweet. Oh, we haven't much time. We'd better get started. You know the way? Yes. Come on, we must hurry. Not so fast, my purdies. Guards, hold them. Hold on to them tight, both yes, of them. Yes, master. Put them in irons, master. Uh, just hold them there in the light for a minute. I want to get a good look at them. You wouldn't do anything to her. Uh, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill both of you. Stand them over there against the wall. Hold the light on him. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, have you lost your head? One nice, neat little bullet hole, one each, through the heart. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, modern dress, you know. <laughs> Master, look up, please. Fine machines, sound the alarm. See all the anti-aircraft batteries is manned. Orders are to start firing at once. Yes, Master. You go and wake Miss Washington and Miss Jamie. See that they're looked after. Yes, Master. Ah, what a pity. I suppose you lovebirds thought you were saved. Well, you ain't. Huh. Got one already. It'll teach you to come snooping. <laughs> go after them. Bring them down. Bring down the others. I'll teach them to come snooping around here. Shoot them down, I say. Uh-oh. That's a bomb. By golly, it was. They're fighting back, Mr. Washington. For once, someone's fighting back. Are them bombs? They can't drop their bombs around here. This is private property. Hey, you up there. This is private property. Hear me? This is private property. <laughs> Thank you.
look at it down there. Our beautiful house, and, and it's blown to bits. wonder if anyone besides us got away from there alive. Oh, please don't talk about it. Listen. What's that? Drums. Drums across the valley. Look, two of the slaves, they're carrying torches. It looks like a procession of some sort. It's the almost diamond, the big one. They're dragging it up the mountain, but why? There's your father now, going up ahead of him. What on earth? What's he doing now? I don't know. Looks as if he's praying. You! Praying? Listen. You out there! You there! Oh, you above there! Look down! Behold! This here gem! The greatest treasure of all the ages! Greater than the sum total of all the world's wealth. This I offer you. What is he saying? What does it mean? He's offering a bribe. A bribe to... Oh, no, don't say it. Let the heavens but open up to swallow these intruders and their flying machines. Let me have my slaves once more, alive and well, to rebuild my mountain, my house, my kingdom. Well, what about it? There's your answer, Braddock, Washington. They don't want your diamond up there. Oh, I can't watch anymore. What are they doing now? He started back down the mountain, motioning the slaves to follow him. Oh, wait. They're stopping again. The slaves are tugging at something in the face of the mountain. No, no. They... The trap door. They're opening it up. No, but they mustn't go in there. It must be the entrance to the mine. They're filing in now, one by one. Close the door after them. Oh, but that door, it's wired. There's, there's a tiny mechanism. It was set off the explosive in the mountain. How long before? Fifteen seconds, I think, Daddy used to say. Three seconds to go. Two. One. So, oh yeah, as I was saying. And there went the biggest diamond in the world, blown to kingdom come, and that Braddock Washington with it. And that explains why that diamond ain't there now, huh? Yeah. You know what I think? Huh? I think it ain't there because there never was such a thing. Yeah. Mike, it hurts me to have you doubt my word like this. It hurts me to the quick. Uh, you know why I don't believe that story? Ah, why? Because no woman would leave a joint like that without taking a few of the rocks with her. Oh, but I did. Yeah, see? I brought a whole bag full of them. Yeah? yeah. Where are they now? Here. You see? Jumping Jehoshaphat. What a collection of rocks. Hey, why, 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 why don't you turn them into cash? I mean, you could start a chain of hamburger joints. Oh, but they aren't diamonds. What are they? They're rhinestones. I brought them because I, well, I thought they were prettier. John was terribly angry with Is me. Is he? Yes, John. Look at this order of scrambled eggs, will you? It's getting cold. Yes, dear. I was just showing Mike our jewels.
Ken Lay's Cresta Blanca Wine joins the audience here in Hollywood in applauding Sheila Ryan and David Ellis for their performances in tonight's play on This Is My Best. In a few moments, Mr. Wells will be back to tell you about next week. There are just two things to remember in serving wine. First, choose the wine you like best and serve it well chilled. You may prefer a red table wine like Cresta Blanca California Burgundy or Claret, or a white table wine such as Cresta Blanca California Sauterne. No matter which you choose, when you see the words Cresta Blanca on the bottle, you can be assured you have chosen the crest of quality in wine since 1889. Now, here is Orson Welles. Thank you, Miss Ryan and Mr. Ellis. Next week, we bring you, ladies and gentlemen, another strange story. This time without any big diamonds in it. A triangle takes place in the oddest section of Scotland you can think of. And it was written by one of the most talented of all Scotsmen, Mr. Robert Louis Stevenson. The title, The Master of Ballantrae. Please join us. Till then, I remain, as always, obediently yours. Sheila Ryan may soon be seen in the 20th Century Fox 30th Anniversary production, Caribbean Mystery. Our musical score was composed and conducted by Bernard Katz. Our story was adapted for radio by Robert Tallman. Don't forget, next week, Orson Welles will star in a radio adaptation of Robert Louis Stevenson's great story, Master of Ballantry. And remember, whenever you dine, dine with wine and make it the best wine. C-R-E-S-T-A? B-L-A-N-C-A. Cresta Blanca. Cresta Blanca. This is My Best, prepared in collaboration with Rick Burnett, editor of the book, This is My Best, is a presentation of the Cresta Blanca Wine Company of Livermore, California, and came to you from Columbia's Playhouse in Hollywood. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. the show for this time. I'll be back soon with more Orson Welles. Find more old-time radio at relicradio.com alongside everything else Relic Radio, like our forum, shoutcast stream, Facebook page, and our donate button if you'd like to help support it all. Thank you very much to those who have. Thanks for joining me today. I'll talk to you again soon with another episode of Orson Welles on the Air. Orson Welles on the Air is produced by and for relicradio.com. Rebroadcast of this show without permission is strictly prohibited.